Welcome to All Things Weddings, helping you navigate your wedding planning journey. And here are your hosts, Scott and Hannah. Hello, welcome to All Things Weddings. I'm Scott, the photographer behind Scott Carney Photography. And I'm Hannah, the wedding planner behind Hannah Rachel Weddings. We're here to help you navigate your wedding planning, to freely share tips, insights and behind the scenes so you hopefully feel less overwhelmed and stress-free while planning your gorgeous wedding. Want in on all our tips and to listen to us chat to some of our favourite suppliers? Well then let's dive straight in. Hey Hannah, it's been a little while. How's it going? Really good, thank you. I'm kind of just navigating the whole weddings, life, baby. So yeah, I've been a bit quiet on every kind of platform, but yes, all really well. How are you? Yeah, same really. Like, yeah, juggling the kids and like July and August was really busy. So I kind of, I always expect that anyway, but then September and October were like, it was like, you know, one wedding, maybe two a week here and there. So it's been like busy-ish, but not too bad. But then the backlog of the editing and like just everything else, it's been like, yeah, crazy. And obviously everyone just starts getting ill at this time of year as well. So kids are like off school more often. And yeah, so it's been a bit, um, been a bit hectic, but, um, but yeah, it's been like, been, yeah, it's been good. It's been quite a nice yeah. week. It's been, it's like horrible and miserable today. Um, but the last couple of weddings I've had, like beginning of October and stuff have been quite nice. I mean, we had like flooding torrential rain and then the next day I had a wedding. It was like, Everyone was outside and it was quite nice. And Sunday was glorious. So been a bit of a it's weird lovely, one. isn't it? I feel like this is what I always say to my couples. Like you can never predict the wedding. And unfortunately, as a wedding planner, that's the only thing that I can't really guarantee. I can't, you know, guarantee that you're going to have a nice day. But I always say don't go for a summer day just because you think the weather's going to be better. Because we've had some gorgeous weather like May, April, we get some lovely weather, September, October, don't we? So you just can't predict it, can you? Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, we, uh, I mean, we're gonna, we could just jump straight in since you've segued nicely, but we want to talk a bit about our summer weddings in this episode, don't we? Or generally, you know, spring, summer, whatever. And this year, I guess now we're getting towards the end of it. Um, some of our kind of highs and lows, and and some points from the summer wedding. So definitely a low for me, and it's not. Not a lo- I don't like to use the word low necessarily because it feels negative. It's not necessarily a low. It's just something you've got to think about and work around mm-hmm. and have a plan in place for. But yeah, this summer has been weirdly wet. Yes, it, it really has. It really has. And I think for once, me constantly going to my couples like, have we thought about the wet weather plan? What's the wet weather plan? Have you got a, you know, it actually, you're like, oh yeah, that's why we talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, June was really hot. So I remember I've edited, I tried to look back before we did this episode. And yeah, so June, I had a few wins. I literally got like sunburnt a little bit. Like I was putting sun cream on and stuff. It was really warm. And then July and August, just I think I pretty much every wedding I was outside, at least for some couples photos, some groups and stuff. Like we got a bit of clear, you know, there was a little bit of clearance where we could get outside. But majority of them, like there were still fairly wet days and, you know, a bit gray and yeah, it really wasn't super sunny. Like June, I'd say it was nice. Earlier in the year was nice. And then a couple of my September, October ones have been kind of actually quite nice as well. Obviously a bit chillier, but like, you know, pretty yeah. sunny. But um, So um, what's your advice to couples then? Obviously, if they have a venue, which is maybe a lot, you know, sort of they're relying quite a lot on the outdoors or, you know, they want their photos outdoors or anything. What's your advice and how do you manage it on the day if you've got a particularly wet day? Yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of things to think about, isn't there? A lot of planning, but I think, I mean, I shot a wedding in, 
August, I think, or very early September. Um, and the actual day itself was, wasn't too bad. Like it was a little bit wet, but it wasn't too bad. But this was literally a field with teepees in. And they put the teepees up for each wedding. So it's not like one of these venues where the teepees are up all year, you know, like most of the year, that kind of thing. They, they Obviously, a venue, um, a company come in, put the teepees up, like, you know, in the week leading up to the wedding and then come the next week, take them down, so on, right? So this was it was just a field, that was it. And then like um, a lake kind of pond. The pond sounds like, you know, it was quite a big pond, I guess, I guess is what it was. Um, stuff like that. So it's generally quite a wet area anyway. But yeah, the, the vehicles driving in and out, the putting the teepees up, like all this stuff, obviously it was so wet the week before. This was like probably the wettest week of the year. So that is just, obviously the ground was all churned up. It was really muddy. It was wet. Like the inside the teepee had like that matting down. So the actual inside was fine, like, you know, to sit and eat and the dance, they had a proper dance floor and all that stuff. So inside was absolutely fine. But yeah, the it, where you had to park in the field and then walk down. So that, and that was like an absolute bog. Like it was so muddy. So the, but the couple sent an email and to me as well, and just basically to everyone, I think, that said, look, this is a situation like, you know, where the teepees are, it's extremely muddy. Like bring wellies, bring a spare pair of, you know, socks and shoes, blah, blah, blah. Like just be prepared that there's a, you know, a five minute, whatever it is, walk from where you park the cars down to the teepees and it's super muddy and slippy and blah, blah, blah. And, the, and in the venue had like a little golf buggy thing like a quad bike thing, but, you know, with a roof, those kind of things. Yeah. So they were taking, like, anyone who, like, you know, obviously wasn't as mobile, and I think they were, like, bringing, you know, doing shuttles and that and things like that. So that all kind of worked out. But, yeah, I mean, I really like the photos from it. So because, you know, obviously there's a lot of people, like, in wellies and then changing into fancier shoes and all the mud and, like, it's very festivally feeling and people obviously had umbrellas and stuff like that. And so, yeah, and it, once it inside TP, it was absolutely fine, right? It didn't make any difference in there. Um, it was a bit muddy on the outside bit, but, um, but yeah, so they kind of embraced it, but obviously everyone was prepared because a lot of people just won't think about it. They might, there's a good chance you guess what have been to the venue before probably, right? Especially these kind of DIY type marquees and teepees in a field type venue. And this place does do weddings, but I think they only do like 10 a year. So it's not like, you know, it's not a common venue. So most people won't have been before. They won't know where they need to park or that that's a bit of a walk or that it's really muddy. So the fact that they message everyone to be like, bring wellies you know, that kind of thing, like, they were very clear of, like, it is bad, <laughs> you know, it is muddy, this week's been horrendously wet, so even if the forecast looks good for the wedding day, obviously the actual build-up to that is what caused the real issue, so I really, like, the photos look great, I think, from it, it was a really nice day, like, really, really nice wedding, but yeah, people were just prepared for it, and the photos, we, we were able to get outside because it was dry anyway, but often with things like marquees, teepees, like, I'll just look to put people in the doorway if it's wet, like, I'll stand in the rain, which doesn't bother me, and then that way I've still got the natural light on people, um, you know, but they're just undercover type thing. So, you know, most places you're going to have some option for photos, but, um, but yeah, if couples are happy to brave the rain, like I'll just get them out. Like it doesn't, if they're happy, I'm happy, especially later on in the day, if they're not as bothered like the hair and stuff, cause it's, you know, they've had the ceremony and all that. Like, unless it's obviously absolutely hammering it down, which, you know, oftentimes there's breaks and especially in the summer, like even when it's wet, it's generally not going to be absolutely hammering it down the entire day. So even if it's just a bit of a, you know, um, just a bit of drizzle, I'll still just get outside of the couple if they're up for it. You know, you don't have to walk far, but you can still get some nice outdoor stuff and the light can be quite nice. It can be like atmospheric and still quite romantic and stuff, right? So it can still be really nice. But yeah, just, I think the main thing is just be prepared, isn't it? Because if I'd have just had like one pair of shoes in that day, my feet would have been drenched and I'd be, you know, standing up in my shoes for 15 hours. Um, 
wouldn't have been nice. So yeah, just just making sure that you're prepared and most venues or coordinators like yourself, I'm guessing, will have kind of go through this with a couple if the forecast is looking not great on the build of the wedding or it is literally a mud field that you're in, I guess, right? Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's great for your couple to take it on board and say, this is the situation, this is what it is, you know, make sure everybody's aware of it. I think that's really great because then nobody gets a shock on the day. But like you said, as a supplier, it's up to you as well to be prepared, you know, to make sure that you it's a long day. You need to be the top of your game for the whole day, don't you? You need to be, you know, there for your couple and kind of embrace it. And you can't do that, like you said, if you've got wet feet and you're tired and you're hungry. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've just got to make sure that you're ready. In situations like that, I would be sort of like liaising with the couple and making sure that, you know, if we've got an outdoor structure, that maybe if there's additional matting, you know, have we got that on reserve? Is, you know, is there anywhere else that we can park? What happens if cars get stuck? Things like that. So there are always things that you can think about to hopefully limit the effect it's going to have on the day. So, yeah, and like you said, just about being prepared. Um, so, what other kind of are we starting on the kind of the more low side of things and then working our way up to the high what else kind of maybe was sort of stuck out for you this summer that you know was a bit of a low that's some really nice weddings this year so it's kind of been been tricky i think people have there's been a lot of quite bigger weddings now as well which obviously in contrast to the like coming through covid and all the rest of it the kind of some smaller weddings been quite a few bigger ones which has been nice so i can kind of talk about that in the highs but um yeah the weather's not been great not many sunsets don't know uh, if that's linked mm-hmm. to the weather i guess if it's cloudy you don't get the sunsets and stuff so the light you haven't got a nice evening light as you as much as you would in the summer which obviously ties in with weather i guess but that's for me i think it is all you'll know like wedding day is all about teamwork it's all about the suppliers that you work with and getting on with everybody and kind of turning up and having the confidence to know that you're doing your role. And I think for me, sort of where my maybe lows have come from this year is where you kind of haven't felt that, you know, they haven't felt that like sort of community, like everybody coming together and, you know, maybe some people have been a bit miserable or not sort of willing to kind of like work with you and you know kind of just get on with the job and I think things like that really impact the guest experience and the experience your couple have and and even like you as a sort of team of suppliers I think if you're working with you know alongside somebody who maybe just doesn't have the love for what they're doing or they're not you know really on it or they're not preempting things it can make it the day just a bit of a, a hard slog can't it I don't know if you've kind of experienced that on a one-off or you know throughout the summer but I do think you know us as suppliers we really do make an event for our couples you know it is they're hiring us to bring you know that service and if we're not on a top form then you know it can kind of feel a bit full short for them yeah it's not a bad point i mean the so hard isn't it because i know a few wedding photographers now who are like leaving the industry and stuff and i think a bit of a perfect storm really of like how insane like after covid was with obviously how busy it was and everything and just cramming weddings in and 
maybe that side of things and then obviously the panic of money and stuff when it was locked down and then everything was fine and now it's I say things are definitely quieter for next year and I know everyone's talked about not as many couples meeting and getting engaged and stuff because of COVID and um, the cost of living crisis you know wars and stuff you know have effect on everything so yeah it's just a bit of a people seem to be saying a lot of suppliers I speak to at least that yeah things are quieter for like 2024 um which obviously is gonna might be getting people down if their numbers aren't as high as they were or, you know, they're concerned about like financial people still paying things off and they took out, you know, over COVID. So I guess I guess there might be more of that worry and suppliers or they're starting to like take up other jobs or do other things and then it's always gonna affect I guess a little bit. You're kind of yeah, you're t- you know, you might be more tired or you might, you know, I say the pa- if the passion drops a little bit, it's hard. Like there's no way I could do weddings if I didn't love them. You know, they are long days. Obviously, it's weekends. It's there's, there's a lot around it that when people see, oh, it's an amazing day and you only work one day. Yeah, you don't necessarily think about that. You think, oh, it looks amazing for everyone and that kind of thing. But yeah, it's a struggle for a lot of people out there. So yeah, there maybe is that where you, know, you do run across some suppliers that, are, that find it hard and you know some are kind of leaving after this year. So then, you know, the, the, there may be a case where they're like, oh, this is my final year doing it. And maybe their passion's not there as much. Like I say, they're their time and, and stuff and their just even just their mental like I don't know capacity for the wedding day maybe isn't there and that impacts it a little bit like on the whole like everyone's been amazing but I can definitely tell like the certain venues I work at that like the staff are amazing obviously like say like certain wedding coordinators things like that just make everything just so much easier and they're just you can tell they're passionate about it and you know I've mentioned like Lake Henry um quite a bit and I was just I was there on Sunday for an open day so that's why it's fresh in my mind I shot a wedding recently and um but yeah, you know, the guy who owns the venue essentially is the guy who, you know, who rents the land off the farmer and put his own, you know, his money in basically into like get the teepees. And he's the one that physically like in the week will go out and he's doing like fixing up, I don't know, putting up a new you know, swing somewhere or putting up like new decking. And like he's literally physically building the venue essentially himself. He owns it and he's there on the wedding day, like helping like another wedding coordinator and the bar staff are usually the same people it's a small team and you can definitely tell that from maybe a bigger chain type venue where it's not always the same people or it's not you know a coordinator who really loves weddings you know like you obviously and things like that like it's sometimes you you do feel like oh they're just you know they're there for half the day the coordinator then they leave and someone else takes over or it's just the bar staff at the end left and they're all you know not that they don't work hard but you know when you've got like you know eight 18 to like 20 year olds or whatever and that's it and there's no real like main coordinator or something like i don't know sometimes things just are a bit yeah, the service just, yeah, yeah the service can feel completely different depending on the team of staff that you mm-hmm. have on the day yeah 100%. and i think you know when you're a couple who have been planning your day for months or years you have a certain expectation you know you're all happy your guests are all happy to be there and you want the team that you've chosen to kind of reflect that don't you you know and I think like you said it is hard if in the background people are going through their own kind of personal work related sort of um, issues but I think sometimes people just they aren't they aren't prepared are they they don't you know they maybe don't have the experience or they just don't you know the the thought maybe hasn't kind of quite hit right they're chasing their tail or something and it just it comes out on the day yeah it's just about being prepared isn't it? like you're saying i think i suppose the only thing couples can do really is just when they're doing the research or when they're reaching out to suppliers it's just you know it's, it's hard to know what what they're going to be like i've seen a year or two but it's part of that like 
you know, looking at them online and looking through the website and meeting with them or speaking to them on Zoom or whatever. And just it's a whole thing, isn't it? Of like not just about, right, how good is their work or how, you know, what's their pricing like? You know, it's that whole package of like, actually, do we do we like their personality and do yeah. they seem like they know what they're doing? And, you know. Yeah. Have yeah. I had time to ask all the questions, you know, the, the relevant question, the things that are going to really bug me if, the, you know, they're not right or like, can I have the time to ask those questions and just make sure we iron them out? Because like it is, it's so much down to it, especially for a photographer. It's like personal, you're buying their personality, aren't you really? Yeah. And this is one of the things I say to my couples, like when I have the first call with them, like before they, you know, before they book or they're considering booking. And I always say like, you know, I can't come up to you on a wedding day and be like, Hey, that thing's happening there and they're cuddling or whatever. And oh, they're having a nice time there, which is more important to you you know, things like that, you're, you know, a couple are hiring me or a photographer to, you know, to basically trust that like their eyes really, isn't it? It's like to trust, you know, trust me to capture what they are going to want on the day. And like, you know, I need to know them as best I can and know their friends and family and who's important to them and what the stories are behind the whole wedding day. You know, every photographer is going to get, you know, the first kiss and someone walking down the aisle and, you know, the confetti or whatever, they're just a classic, you know, every wedding photographer is basically going to get. So, you know, really when you start looking at somewhat, looking at people with certain styles and individuals, you know, you, you're going beyond that basic, you know, wedding parts and you're looking at those deeper stories and like, you know, what what do you want from your wedding day and, you know, how do you want it to look? And that really reflects on, like say, the team around you and the photographers and stuff. So yeah, for me, it's like, yeah, you've got to, you've got to get on me. I'm going to be in, you know, if it's a bride and groom, I'm going to be in, you know, whichever I'm doing prep with, I'm going to be there with their closest friends and family, like a small group of them. And that's it, you know, for hours on a morning. And I'll be like one of the only people there outside of this, you know, this obviously group of, you know, your friends, family, bridesmaids, grooms and whatever. Um, So yeah, you have to kind of get on with people. And yeah, I think a lot of it shines across if they seem passionate and they seem like really excited about your wedding and about weddings in general and and all the rest of it, then that's obviously going to be great. And if it's like, mm, they just seem like it's a bit of a job. Yeah. maybe it's a red red flag but it's a very hard thing to to quantify isn't it that's the problem i guess but but yeah i think if you can get on with someone and realize okay they do seem to love this and you know they've got the right attitude then that's obviously a big factor definitely but yeah those days when i turn up and i know like the venue staff are amazing then i don't know you get into like they're getting ready and like it's i don't know hair and makeup of people that you know and love and like you've got all this other you know things just just flow nicely don't they and like yeah yeah, it's always nice meeting new suppliers that's always good but um but yeah it's just yeah sometimes you just have that like dream team almost together and it's like it does it does impact the day a little bit like to a point and um yeah yeah, that's a good one good point definitely what about highs then i've got one so like i i shot a wedding at the very beginning of september so just delivered it like last week or week before whatever so it's fresh in my mind but um it was just a short one. It was on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday or something. So it was very like just in the middle of the week, they hired like a small if it's Airbnb or, you know, those kind of like somewhere you'd rent the place in Scarborough overlooking the beach um, and had like, you know, two rooms and like one open plan, like kitchen, living room, whatever. And that was it. So it was a pretty small place. Maybe had like 20, 30 guests, something like that. All pretty much family and very close friends. Um, groom's dad, Kate, like was doing the cooking in the kitchen so like there wasn't a single other person there apart from people they'd invited that were friends and family and me. Mm. Um, so it was really, really nice. And like, yeah, I, was, I only did like four hours, whatever it was, but um, 
like just pre-ceremony. And then the ceremony was, they'd already done the legal part of the registry office like the day before or two days before. Um, and then, yeah, so they just got their friends to basically, like a couple of their friends to write a ceremony out and read some stuff and anyone could kind of do something if they wanted to kind of thing during the speeches and during the ceremony. And yeah, it's just so, so nice. And like, it wouldn't work for everyone, obviously. You'd have to be kind of be organized and you have to, um, but yeah, that was just really nice. And then, you know, in amongst like some, some much bigger weddings, and I think people this year have just been like, we really want to go for it. And we're like, you know, just enjoying it. The dance halls have been amazing. And yeah, just it's been some really, really nice weddings. That contrast was really, really nice. Um, yeah. But yeah. So for me, that was definitely a high. It was just like the, like, I think part of the re- part of one of the, you know, the, the reasons that people are struggling at the minute with like, say, the cost of living and, you know, a lot of doom and gloom in the news and all the rest of it is going on. Like on the wedding day, they can counter that. And it's like, you know what? Forget about all that. Forget about life, basically. And just we've been planning this for years. It's here. Let's just, you know, go crazy, basically. And let's just have such, you know, such an amazing time. And so, yeah, it's just been a really nice feeling from pretty much all my weddings this year with like the guests and everything like that. So. Yeah, I think definitely. I think when you've been working with a couple, like you've had the build up that, you know, their weddings come in and you've got the countdown and then to finally be there on the day and see them like loving life, you know, just enjoying it, celebrating with their family and friends and just seeing everything pan out and being able to I imagine being able to capture all those wonderful moments is it's just such a special feeling, isn't it? yeah it's just so nice like yeah it's just been some really really good weddings so i'm starting to like put together my like end of year blog now where i just pick out a few photos from each wedding or a few of my favorites from the year and put a little blog post together and i'll kind of put that out beginning of january after my december weddings but um but yeah starting to like look back through some of the weddings i shot earlier in the year that i delivered a while ago and it's just reminding me like yeah just so many nice like i say despite the weather and despite other stuff that's been like a little bit you know different to other years people just kind of gone with it and like had yeah just had a really really good time so that's been like really like really nice yeah you must give your couples that kind of confidence as well because i feel like that is what you show isn't it those really raw like unfiltered kind of moments you show the fun that you can have in the rain and you know when you embrace you know things that maybe don't quite go right or you know drunk dance floors or people laughing and joking and I think you know do you think your couple's really warm to that and that's why they want you there because they they can trust you to bring out that kind of fun side of them yeah I guess I mean I'm yeah i'm very purposeful with what i share and like obviously you can people can dig into the blogs a little bit or dig through the odd photo on facebook uh, on like instagram and facebook and stuff and you'll see like there's the odd portrait in there and the odd detail but yeah in general i'm only sharing for me the kind of whether it's emotional or like say just fun or just the images that i love that i kind of like say i think beyond those classic wedding moments like yeah. yes obviously like a first kiss people are going to shoot it differently and some people are going to be better than others and so on. It's not just like everyone shoots the same, but you know, a lot of those moments, like I say, are going to be captured no matter what. It's like the first day of wedding photography school, if such a thing existed, would be like, you need to get these key moments, you know? So yeah, definitely beyond that is where I, I most like to show like, this is why it's sort of like my why really, right? It's, this is why yeah. I shoot weddings. It's not, you know, if it, I wouldn't just shoot weddings if it's like, right, every Saturday you've got to turn up at a venue and yeah, you get, you know, a dress hanging up and you get doing a walking down the aisle and then the first kiss and you get some family portraits and you get you know 
them doing a first dance and you tick these you know photos off and then that's it and you go home like I just wouldn't do it like for me the the interest and the passion is from all that other stuff that goes on all those like family links and history and you know the kids being kids and people like say being drunk on the dance floor or just being really quiet you know sitting playing cards like whatever it is that's make that's makes them you know them if you like their personalities that's where I for me like that's what I want to be and that's what I love doing the most so um yeah so I try and show that so I want couples that like say will look at those images and be like wow yeah that you know that's what we want our you know we can sort of see ourselves in these photos in a way rather than you know, some couples will probably look at it and be like, oh God, no, we want everything to look like, you know, a Disney wedding or whatever. We want everything to be perfect or, you know, all this. And then hopefully they'll see my images and be like, yeah, that's not for us. And then that, like I say, it's perfect for me. Like, obviously I don't need that many weddings a year. I just want the people who are going to appreciate what I do. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so I guess it does. I think I definitely attract a lot of relaxed couples, Mm -hmm. which does help with like, say the weather and stuff. I've had no one really complain like, oh, I can't believe we've booked an August wedding and it's rained. You know, they're just like, yeah, we've got wellies, we've got umbrellas, like we'll be fine. And like my bride, one of my September couples, the bride said, she was like, well, the outdoor ceremony space is really, really nice. If we have to, we'll do it indoors. Like if it's absolutely torrential rain, but it said, unless it's really bad, we're outside. Like everyone's got umbrellas. Everyone can sit, sit on the benches with their umbrellas out. Like, It'll be fine. So it was basically like, unless the registrars were happy, then they were going to go ahead regardless of weather, basically outside, which would have been, you know, I was at that point, I was kind of like, oh, it'd be quite nice if it rains because it'd be a bit different. You know, all the umbrellas and like, yeah. might be quite nice. But in the end, it was it was actually quite nice weather. So, which obviously is great for them. And, well, and, um, yes. Uh, you know, but... obviously I don't want to get drenched, but um, it was still like, you know, they were just like, you know what, we're just going to do whatever and it's fine, you know. And um, yeah. so, yeah, I do, I think, yeah, because I've heard horror stories, right? So like, people having like paddies or whatever because it's raining and it's not supposed to and i understand you're planning this lavish outdoor kind of wedding and then you have to suddenly just be inside all the time like it's not necessarily what you wanted so but yeah i think i'm just lucky that yeah a lot of my couples are pretty relaxed will go with the flow and say i'm trying to show a bit of the highs and lows like i showed loads of like wellies in mud photos from that wedding i mentioned and you know so i'm just trying to show you know the real side of things as well and yeah yeah. which i think is great because i think that is the thing with the wedding industry a lot of people do we just show the most what we think are the most perfect like instances we don't ever talk like you know people don't ever talk about the actual real nitty-gritty of it like what happens if it rains or what happens if you know you get the you know your your field is flooded or whatever you know and I think to have people who will openly say look it's not the end of the world like think about it so you, you expect it you know you're ready for it and then you know so they can embrace it I think it's when nobody's mentioned it that it is that big shock and then they're like oh well we didn't know it was possible well yeah that's it isn't it it's just being prepared and like venues don't share a lot of that stuff like I, you know yeah. I can post like you know, sometimes I'll do it post wedding, like the day after type thing. When I'm doing, I'm either haven't, I'm still working on their full sneak peek. I'll just send them like, you know, just a photo of the two of them um, as a couple, a photo of the confetti, maybe. That's always like quite a good one for people to share, and just so they can use it on like a thank you card, or you know, a lot of my couples want to post something obviously quite quickly, and they want they'd like, yeah. you know, it's good for me if they use my photos obviously because then the first post is always the one that gets the most likes and interactions. So 
it's good if it's mine, but at the end of the day, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. But I know a lot of my couples want to share stuff and they obviously haven't taken photos themselves generally. So I'd like to just get them a few over and they'll always get shared like the venue obviously because it's confetti or whatever and it's, or it's the couple photo or it's, it's like something just fairly classic. Right. But they don't, they won't share like, yeah, the guests like knee deep in mud or whatever, because they don't want people to be like, Oh, I don't want to get married there. Cause it's muddy. It's yeah. a teepee. We're thinking about summer and outdoorsy, but it's like, well, it could rain. And just want yeah. to show that actually it's, it can be a laugh and people embrace it. And once everyone's prepared, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the couples kind of just, uh, the venues just obviously want to show the certain, yeah. a lot of times, not all venues, right? And obviously not all blogs and stuff, but no, a lot no. of times it's the, they want, you know, that classic kind of, you know. That prim and perfect. Yeah. Thing. And again, if you're a couple that want that, like I know a lot of photographers, like saying, they, they'll turn up at, you know, prep or whatever and they're moving everything and like anything that's untidy and everything's getting tidied up and they're, purposely making it look you know everything look different how it is and they're going to move everyone to nice light and everything's going to be like yeah a certain way and that's how they shoot which is fine they'll see that's probably what they're sharing you know what the couples are looking for if they can see that they're going to book for that and so on so you know and that's that's absolutely fine so but yeah i don't want someone to book me who necessarily wants that because i like sometimes i like the chaos of the morning or i like the the in you know the perfectly imperfect whatever phrase you want to yeah. use but yeah. like you know i want that that's kind of more real life is i love it when people get ready in their own how- homes as much as i like love going to a venue turning up and knowing i'm just there the whole day the ease of logistics i think i've said on this podcast before like the only time i ever am stressed or panicked is like trying to park <laughs> or like uh, trying to get yeah. you know because i want to be <laughs> especially if, like you know whoever i'm with from the couple in the morning at the end you know before they leave for the ceremony I want as much of that as I can because oftentimes like they're getting dressed quite towards the end. They might have a first look with someone. They might do, you know, like all those kind of things are quite near the end. And then they jump in the car and the car will pull up straight outside the church where it's coned off for them and they're straight in for the ceremony. Whereas I'm trying to like, I'm driving, like if I'm only a minute ahead of them and I'm trying to then find somewhere to park and every parking space is taken and you're in one of those, you know, town center churches or like, don't know venues that don't have parking it's that's that's the only time i'm ever really stressed because i don't want to leave too early and miss bits like at the house then i also don't want to be like just having to ditch my car in the road and like yeah. get it towed and <laughs> so it's like a real that's the only time so there is something nice about just being at a venue all day um but yeah i just i love the personal side of being at like especially if like they get, you're getting ready and it's like the parents home where you grew up mm. so you're getting ready for your you know your wedding at like I don't know, whatever age, say you're 25 or something, 30 or whatever. And that literally that room is where you got ready for like your prom when you were 16 or you were getting like your nappies changed as a baby. Like if you've lived in that house your whole life, your parents still have it and you're getting ready back there. And it hasn't been like super, like that's the other thing, I guess people, you know, your kids leave home and then they change the bedrooms and stuff like that. So it's not very often, it's all very similar, but um, yeah, I would love that if anyone's listening and they were... Yeah, they're going to get ready in like their original bedroom and it's barely been decorated by the parents since and stuff like that. That is like the dream for me for, um, you know, for just having it personal, you know, it's just more personal than a hotel room. Right. And like, obviously I'm looking more about the interactions in the people, but yeah, those kind of things are always quite nice if it's like, you know, the family home, but, um, yeah, I don't know what we started talking about there, but anyway, I've gone off on a tangent, but yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. But anyway, that's like, yeah, it's just, I don't know, just be yourself, right? And that's what I mean. I don't care if like someone is like, we just want the most picture perfect wedding ever. We have envisaged being like, say like a, you know, Disney princess and prince and I don't know, we just want it to literally be like everything is coordinated so much that like the candles are matching and the tablecloths and like everything basically looks like the most unbelievable wedding. Then great. That's what they want. That's fine. If that's really them and 
you know, I probably wouldn't be the photographer for them, but I'd still like, I'd still be happy to capture like what's there and how it is and that, you know, and it, it's, you know, that's what people want. Right. So that, that's amazing. But a lot of times, yeah, I don't want it to be something it's not, I'm not trying to make it look amazing. Like it's going to be amazing anyway. It's your wedding day and your, you know, you plan this and anything you've picked is because, well, hopefully it's because it's what you love no matter how crazy or, you know, normal. I have lots of people go to venues like, we're just not bothered about all the stuff. So we're just kind of keeping yeah. it as is. It's like, fine, great. No worries. Like, you're not bothered about loads of little di- and other people who obviously go crazy on like Etsy and Pinterest and make, you know, they spend basically an entire year making things themselves and there's stuff everywhere. Then great. That's like them and they've, you know, it's their personal touches. So everything sort of tells a story, right? So for me, mm-hmm. yeah, as long as the couples are like just embracing themselves as much as they can or they're happy with, then, um, I'm there for it, whatever that looks like, you know. I think that goes back to the point that you made before, isn't it? Do your research and pick in the suppliers who really get you and who work with your vibe. I think, you know, once you've got that team who really you feel really understands you, then you can let your personality shine. You can be confident on the day knowing that they're going to turn up and, and capture it or facilitate it how how you would wish. And I think that is that is so important. Like a lot of my couples and what I love about my couple specifically is that they are really detail orientated. So they do, you know, maybe slightly different to your couples. They do care about the details. They do care about the, you know, the overall aesthetic and how the day is going to sort of flow. And, you know, it's not, it's like really cleverly curated, you know, it's, it's like a, a special, it's like a story, you know, as in, as I'm sure yours are, but they yours might be a bit more looser, whereas my couples maybe are a bit more like, we really want this and we want it to flow into this and, you know, really want to sort of have a have a, a say in how that story kind of pans out. And I think, again, a bit like you, is it's your couples who make or break the experience for you and I think we're both really lucky that for some reason we get the most amazing couples that gravitate towards us and we get to you know share their beautiful days with them in whatever capacity that looks like and I think for a supplier it's really amazing to have worked with a couple for say months and then to be there on the day and really sharing that experience with them and I think that's definitely kind of my high from this year you know that the people you get to sort of experience you know what you do it makes it it's such an amazing job it seems silly calling like what we do a job really because it is just it's just like nothing else is it you just it's just a happy experience sort of all the time yeah it comes with its stresses and it's you know sort of logistics and its details but you're there to facilitate the most amazing day of, of everybody's lives and you get to do that however many times a year and it is it's like a big high isn't it you kind of run run through the summer constantly yeah it can be exhausting but it's absolutely wonderful knowing that the next day the next event you go to is going to be one full of joy and happiness again and I think that is like no other job I, that I've ever had yeah it's like I mean it's like you say, part like working the weekends and other things, like you say, you get the height of summer when you're super busy, it can be stressful. But yeah, all in all, like compared to a lot of jobs, it's amazing. On the wedding day itself, it's like so fun. 
Um, if there's a way I could do that all the time, then that would be amazing. Like just, just the joy of the wedding day itself and, and mm-hmm. you know, photographing things, which obviously is what I love. That's the amazing part. So yeah. Um, no, we are. And I think like, it's not always been the way obviously, cause you know, when I first started, obviously I shot everything. I didn't even fully know my own style really then, or my why, like I discussed before, you know, it was just kind of like, I just want to shoot weddings and I hadn't even thought that deep into it. And I was kind of just shooting everything. And obviously, you know, I was charging less, sometimes budgets were lower and, still like most people are really nice still right it's not like there's loads of horrible people out there it's just that yeah they don't necessarily gel with what i you know they are like well we just want wedding photos like you know like we've seen here and there or whatever and they're not they're not really investing in me because of what like how i shoot or what i do so i didn't even really know back then probably um so yeah in the last like say a few years where that's all gelled i think that's just where i started to work with the right couple and then it's it's just be it's just a lot more enjoyable I think I get better images because of it and you know it's just it's just a good thing but yeah I find a mix of I either get people like say of it's super like DIY but they're just not that bothered about a lot of the, the smaller things and like say it's basically like once we've got food and drink and all our friends and family we're not too bothered about the smaller details and then sometimes I've got couples who are like yeah we've done like so much like creating things or we've hired this person because they're amazing at creating all this stuff and they've got like loads of little details from their past and They've created like, you know, a Lego figure for each guest that looks as much like them as they can and all this kind of stuff. They've gone really to town on it, but it's still very them, um, which is great. And obviously I capture a lot more details at weddings like that than I would when there's not as many because the couples aren't that bothered by it. If they've just gone for like, oh, we just went for the standard package that the venue offered type thing because we don't mind, then it's not a big thing for them. I don't pay much attention to it, but but yeah, sometimes they're really personal. That's when I think like you or like, you know, like I say having a good plan and stuff can be beneficial because they sometimes they're like, we've done all this stuff. We want it to be amazing. And then obviously on the day, it's very hard for them to find time to even set up or plan it. And yeah, you know, so that, that I think is then very useful because it's like, well, it's fine. Cause we know like Hannah or whoever's, you know, got it. They're on top of it all now. It's fine. They can still relax on their day, but they've still got all these amazing details and the look they want and the, yeah, the streamline of like, yeah, we want it to flow properly. We want it, the timings to be adhered to and stuff, not just to like, you know, let's not worry and it'll be fine type attitude. So it's all good. It's been good though. Like overall, it's been an amazing year and I don't want to, um, it's gloomy outside. I don't want to sound gloomy. And I feel like we're recording in the evening because it's so like dark and yeah, weird, but it's it actually is. like literally morning. But, um, but yeah, it's been amazing. Like overall this year, like I'm really looking forward to putting an end of year post together Obviously, this podcast, like all the other stuff I've been doing, like the weddings as well, like all my couples have been so amazing. Like it's been, yeah, it's like been a really, really good year. A bit more like steady than like the last year and a half as well because of the post-COVID thing and like, you know, some crazy back-to-back weddings and stuff. This has been, I think I had maybe two, one or two that were postponed weddings that, were, that happened this year. And otherwise it was all kind of, a, you know, couples that originally booked in on this for this year. So yeah, it definitely feels a lot more flowing and some like amazing inquiries for next year and stuff now. And, you know, I'll probably shoot a little bit less than I have this year. So again, that'll be just really nice. So yeah, just like, I'm excited. And like, the I always look forward to the winter because I've got a lot of things on my to-do list that I really want to get done. And like, yeah. you know, it's it's the night, the stress of starting to tick those, the stress of having that big list and then starting to tick them off is amazing and having a bit of downtime. And like, I'm not shooting, it's, well, we're recording this on a Thursday. I'm not shooting friday or saturday this week we've got a wedding on sunday and i've got like a good few weeks break from shooting so that's really nice but at the same time i always know this time of year like i'm gonna miss it and then you know yes. my sort of spring summer uh, weddings don't kick into like march and then properly from kind of may onwards so it's like it's quite a big gap um so i'm excited uh, to get stuff done i've got loads of things in my mind i want to do and obviously we've got lots to do on the podcast and stuff but i just 
but yeah, I, I I know I will miss shooting over the winter and I miss the weddings and the atmosphere and stuff like that. So um, I'm kind of sad about that. But um, Definitely. I'm like you. I get to like January and I get super excited because uh, that's when I really start kicking off the planning with my 20, like the next year. So like the 20, so in January, I'll start um, reaching out to all my 2024 couples. We'll start getting planning days in the diary, consultations, and I get really excited. But then I almost like we've we'll, we'll chat so much about their weddings. That I'm like, oh, I can't believe that's in like six months time. I want to do it now. And mm-hmm. I get really like, oh, I don't have a wedding till say maybe April. And I'm like, oh, I just really want to get back into that that buzz. It's like that adrenaline, isn't it? And, you know, and you do, you do miss it so much. You know, it is nice to have a little bit more time maybe in the office or at home. But yeah, it, there's nothing like that experience of, of a wedding day. But I think that just makes us, like here we are, we couldn't do anything but weddings, could we? Yeah, I don't know what I would do. I really don't. But yeah, cool. Well, I think we've we've hit a few highs and lows there. We've t- we hopefully some um, some good takeaways for people and stuff as well. So um, yeah, if you know, I know a lot of people start planning weddings over the winter or at least start because you know got more cozy nights in, not going out maybe as much until like the Christmas parties hit. But um, so yeah, you know, if you plan your wedding over the winter, good luck. And if you've got any questions, obviously let us know. And I hope. Yeah, it'd be nice to speak to people. I'll see you at some wedding fairs in the new year, probably. Yeah, so it'd be good. Like, we'll, um, yeah, we'll record a few more episodes as well and probably be quite a lot in the new year about that kind of initial planning stage and stuff. I know a lot of people start when it gets, sort of hits January, February time and they start getting going. Like I say, going around the wedding fairs, they start kind of being like, oh, crap, it's this year or it's only a year away or whatever and, and planning can sort of really kick start. I know a lot of in- a lot of suppliers say their inquiries are usually the highest at the kind of start of the year so um so yeah we'll probably talk a bit about that i guess and, and trying to get get the best you know out of your kind of planning in the winter stages but yeah perfect lovely to chat as always to you scott yeah nice to see you again hannah and i hope everyone is well and we'll uh oh catch up again soon yeah definitely cool bye you have been listening to all things weddings Subscribe for future episodes or head to allthingsweddingspodcast.com for all the show notes.